Are you serving your healing by processing the multitude of emotions or allowing them to destroy you? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back, everyone, to Heal Inside and Out. I want to talk about today, Maggie, something that I hope our listeners get a true understanding of this because it's something that we face whether we are just getting diagnosed in the process, through our treatments, or we're in remission and cancer-free and beyond. And it today is all about the multitude of emotions that we go through. And sometimes it's, it's all of a sudden, it's like they all hit us at the same time, or we go through emotions one at a time, repetitive, and one after another. And I just heard you go, hmm, so what's coming up there for you? And we'll kind of go back and forth with this for a few minutes. I There's a lot coming up for me. And for mm-hmm. me, I, I, I think I, I haven't really mastered, and I don't know that I ever will, and I don't know that anyone ever does because it evolves, right? But my mm-hmm. process for navigating emotions. I'm still exploring that. There's so many emotions we go through as we navigate this kind of a journey, right? There's so many emotions. And then like you say, whether they're, you know, regardless of where you're at in your journey, it's a different set. But then you also have the emotions that are already there from day to day life. Mm -hmm. And so, but the thing with, with me I have a tendency, and some of our listeners may have already gotten this glimpse <laughs> of me, <laughs> but I have a tendency to overthink and overdo and overprepare and overanalyze. And so for right. me, I've always been one that struggled to move through my emotions because I felt like I first had to name them. I first had to understand what triggered this emotion or why am I feeling this or what am I going to call it versus just acknowledging it. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't ever get to the point where I'm moving through it because I was overthinking and overanalyzing all of the pieces of that emotion because I needed to understand it. Does that make sense? No, that that makes perfect sense. Um, yes, a lot of times we overthink and we go through this, we go through the emotions in our head and we say to ourselves, why do I feel so guilty when I'm going through my emotions? 
the day-to-day life situations that we had even before we got diagnosed, those emotions surface. And when we're going through this process, you know, we get this feeling of why at this point are these emotions, should I be forgetting about them? Should they, should I put them to the side? Because you're in the thick of this whole process and you get diagnosed, you go to your doctors, you figure out what your treatment plan is, your surgical plan. And let's say now we're on the other side. We hear the words remission. We hear cancer free. And you feel like you got a second chance in life. And then some of these feelings and these emotions stir up again. And it's like, why am I feeling this way? Wait a second. I should not be worrying about some of these emotions. You know, we feel so torn a lot of the times. And I know you've said this, and I kind of feel the same way. We push the pause button on those Mm day-to-day emotions. And we have new a new set of emotions or or a different reason for feeling these emotions and the bottom line is what did we learn yeah and that that's that's such a great big question because some of us like as we're moving through it sometimes we feel super we're going to be strong and right. we're just we're going to we're going to we've got this we're not going to, we're not going to be, um, I'm doing air quotes here, weak, right? Or <laughs> um, let it, things get the best of us. But then sometimes right. we're in this mode and maybe by necessity or whatever, but, or maybe based on what we're hearing from our medical team or whatnot, we feel like we just want to cry. Like we oh. just want to emote and, 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 you know, those, those sad feelings are something that, just come out sideways and sometimes very <laughs> unexpectedly. Right. And it's so, okay. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Let's face it. Let's say it's okay to give a good cry. Why not? It releases that internal combustion is what I call it. It's just let it out. Absolutely. And, you know, and I will say, and this, I think I've said this in, in an earlier episode, but as you and I talk through these things on this podcast, mm-hmm. I find my, I find new emotions stirring back up that I maybe never moved through or didn't move through enough or didn't, uh, or didn't process enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that to me is so interesting because back to the question you asked about what did we learn? Sometimes I feel like, okay, so I'm, I'm cancer free right now. I am feeling so, so very blessed. How, how this ties to our survivor's guilt episode too, right? How dare yes. I feel angry or sad or frustrated or any of that because I should be just blessed. Right. You know, it. you're absolutely right about feeling blessed. And I honestly believe the key here is identifying what that emotion is. 
whether it's sadness, whether it's fear, whether it's anger, whether, like you said, feeling weak or maybe less than or unworthy. And once again, I truly love what you say about feeling the feels. Feel them. Process them. Grieve them. If you want to yell, scream, curse, deny them, go right ahead. But I love also the point that you make about having these emotions before BC, before the breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And have we really truly acknowledged them and worked through them? So, like we said earlier, do we just put them on pause? and just deal with the emergent situation that's going on and then say, okay, now I'm okay. Let me see if I can deal with them or how do I deal with them? Which is something that both you and I do with our clients. We actually teach them how to identify and what comes up for them Was it something that happened years ago? Was it traumatic? Or, you know, what do we do next? We have to ask ourselves those card questions. Go ahead. You were going to say something. (laughs) I love that because I know we both believe this, that if we do not process and move through these emotions, they will get stuck in our body. And then what does that mean? do to our bodies. So I love that you just brought that up because with your clients, you have a process you take them through. And I would like to hear more about that. And then I will talk about what I help mine with because (laughs) mine sort of jumps in at the end of yours. (laughs) Right, right. So the really the first step or the first stage of what I do to help my clients is really truly identifying what their fear is or what that emotion is, whatever is coming up for them, because we're all so different and so unique. And whatever that specific situation that's going on, we have to dig deep and find the root cause and ask ourselves those hard questions. What is triggering me? What is those things that, you know, if you hear something, you see something or someone says something that just triggers you, that gives you that feeling, all right? Like I said, where does it lie? Where do I feel it? It lies from maybe childhood, a past traumatic situation, or something brand new. It could be something totally new for somebody, You know, and where do I feel it? Do I feel it in my gut? Do I feel it in my chest? You know, if we don't acknowledge this, it can totally disrupt our physical being, our minds, our gut, you know, I mean, unfortunately, not to scare anybody, but we can become sick. We become ill, you know, if we don't let this go. And I also teach my clients the tools and the strategies, which what you have in Love Me Healing is the tools and the strategies to let this go, which is just so important. You know, there's things, we both do the same thing. So I'm going to hand it over to you to go through some of these tools 
and strategies that we use with our clients. Well, yes, thank you. And I love that like you and I do use a lot of the same ones. So I'm covering mm-hmm. some of some of what yeah. our favorites are here too. And and I love the concept of feel the feels because it is it is such a a great umbrella statement to represent the simplification of it all, because all of those things you said are very important and identifying it, naming it and understanding where you feel it. But sometimes you like, you need the help to figure that out or simplify it, sit with it, try to name it. If you can't, you can't try to identify all that. Right. But then those methods, the feel, the feels like we literally have, I don't know how many, because for me, it was different with every emotion I felt or every day, meditation (laughs) or journaling or walking in nature or dancing around the living room or crying it out or Mm -hmm. screaming at the top of my lungs. All of those things help us to emote or to, to your point, let it go. Right. And, and no, and I was just, I was just going to say, and in every single person will want to use a different one or feel they want a different one to feel that feeling. And it's different for every emotion as well. So exactly. And exactly. And one of the last steps that I take my clients through when we go through these four simple stages of conquering whatever obstacle that they're facing is you identified it, you know the root cause of it, you're using the tools and strategies. And the fourth stage is is really about resilience, okay? And being able to now use everything that you have learned and whenever something triggers you or that emotional, that fear stirs back up again, you say to yourself, oh, I know what to do now to get through it quicker so it doesn't control me because I control it. I love it. Can I give an example? Sure, let's do this. So for me, a big feeling I felt throughout my journey, but I also felt this before my journey, it was just a different context. I It shined a brighter light on it with breast cancer because when I lost when I lost my hair and when I had to step back from some of my work, I felt unworthy. I felt less than, I felt weak. Now, there's obvious reasons that the breast cancer caused that because of just the nature of having to back off my stuff. But it stems from, to your point, something way back. I always Mm -hmm. have, my four Ps I talk about, right? When I was young, I learned I needed to perform and produce and all like be on. And and so that became important to me, served me growing up, but I don't know that it serves me anymore. So really that feeling of less than is a huge learning for me out of my breast cancer journey because I learned the true triggers, not Mm -hmm. just the breast cancer triggers. And so I come back to that and understand it. So I'm able to name it, recognize it, name it, and then move through it. No, every time. No, no, no. It's getting better. (laughs) Yeah. And one of the examples that 
I can give is since childhood, I had body image issues. Okay. And I was always the heaviest out of my friends. I was, and I'm just going to say it like it is. I was the hairiest kid in the neighborhood. You know, I looked like a boy for many years, you know, before I developed, Mm -hmm. you know, I was teased a lot, you know, so all of that really, you know, surfaced. And I talk about this in a couple of other episodes that the six years before I got diagnosed, I lost over a hundred pounds. And when I went through my chemo treatments and gained 45 pounds back because of steroids, it was, oh my God, what the, I wasn't worried about the chemo. I was worried about the 45 pounds. You know, it's, it's like when you stop and think about it now, it's like, wait a minute, the 45 pounds ended up coming off and, you know, surgical scars and everything I've gone through. So body image is still an issue for me. And now that I'm postmenopausal, I've gained 25 pounds. And it's just like, wait a second, you have the tools to get that weight off. You know the mindset to get it off. You know that you are healthy. I go for my checkups. Everything is picture perfect at the moment. But if I allow myself physically and mentally to destroy myself, what might happen? Like we said, if you keep this in and don't face it, you can become ill. Mm-hmm. So I have learned the tools and my mindset tools is like, okay, you're healthy. You take one baby step at a time. And that's what I'm doing to get this weight off now. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Yours was about not feeling worthy. Mine was about body image. So those are some of the examples. And I love how you said that too, because sometimes we have to keep revisiting the emotion as we learn. Um, and I I love the statement, what we resist persists. Right. So again, it's a continuing to find your way, your how in moving through that emotion as often as it occurs in whatever context it occurs and just continuing to find your way to that's, that's a huge, huge, huge part of healing. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to end with just really sitting with what you just said, Maggie, because healing truly is inside and out. Yes, it is. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.